1843, a French aristocrat and energetic antiquarian set out on a mission to rewrite human history. His name was Jacques Boucher de Père, and he had been obsessively scouring the gravel beds near his home along the Somme River for ancient artifacts. Over the next three years, he accumulated a large collection of stone tools picked from sediments that also contained the bones of extinct animals, like woolly mammoth and rhinoceros. He had heard of other amateur archaeologists across Europe who for the past few decades had been finding similar tools in caves that contained the bones of extinct bears, lions, and hyenas. Based on these discoveries, Boucher and other like-minded radicals were convinced that human history had not started 6,000 years ago, as estimated from biblical chronologies and like the majority of Europeans at the time believed. Boucher published his findings in 1847, but they were dismissed by the members of the French Academy of Sciences as the ramblings of an amateur. Rejecting his theories was easy for the academic elite, because his discoveries lacked documentation and didn't follow rigorous scientific standards. Overturning a long-held belief about humanity's antiquity was not going to be easy. However, his findings inspired more meticulous scientists to investigate sediments that contained ancient human tools. This research would produce groundbreaking discoveries in the fields of geology, paleontology, and archaeology, including the first ancient human fossils, found, along with reindeer bones, in the Cro-Magnon rock shelter in southwestern France. It was becoming undeniable that humans had lived at a time when the climate in Europe had been much colder, and before the erosion of river valleys to their current depth. Slowly, academics began changing their minds and accepting the concept of a human prehistory that extended tens or hundreds of thousands of years into the past. Boucher would be vindicated in 1867 when his stone tools were put on exhibit at the World's Fair in Paris. This shift in the European conception of prehistory radically transformed how people understood themselves. Many cultures around the world have myths that explain the origin of their people. The archaeological revolution of the mid-19th century was upending European myths. Instead of human history going back to the Garden of Eden, Noah's Ark, and the Tower of Babel, people were now being told that before written records, humans had lived deep into the darkness of unknown times. It was as unclear as ever where they'd come from, and the new study of prehistory was striving to shed light on this darkness. Welcome to Our Prehistory, Episode 1, Introduction. Jacques Boucher and his contemporaries in the 1800s had no idea how long humans had been on Earth, even if they knew it was more than 6,000 years. It was not until the development of radiometric dating techniques, like radiocarbon dating, in the mid-1900s that we were able to confidently construct a prehistoric timeline. What we now know is that the prehistory of our species, Homo sapiens, 
extends back 300,000 years. In this short introductory episode, I will try to convince you that prehistory is worth learning about and explain what the objectives of this podcast will be. I will also explain how I intend to chronicle the vastness of our past. To put prehistory into perspective, let me point out that the Industrial Revolution only started cranking 200 years ago. The first civilizations only appeared 5,500 years ago, and agriculture was only invented 10,000 years ago. And yet, our species has lived for 300,000 years. That means that the vast majority of human generations have been spent as foragers in small bands, not as farmers, herders, or workers, not as royalty, subjects, or citizens. Our way of life today and in recent millennia is a flash in the pan compared to our foraging history. So if we want to understand our roots, we need to investigate the prehistoric world and its inhabitants. Ancient foragers were people with an immense knowledge of the natural world around them, from wild plants and animals to the rocks, dirt, rivers and oceans on which they directly depended for survival. With some exceptions, they were people that lived in quite small groups, without much hierarchy. This probably sounds nothing like your life, with grocery stores and nations of millions of people ruled by complex bureaucratic governments. Most of us are so far removed from foraging that it's hard to imagine the daily life of our ancient ancestors. That will be one goal of this podcast. Many of you were probably introduced to the idea of prehistory in school, where you learned that it consists of human history before writing was invented in Mesopotamia. You may have learned about the Stone, Bronze, and Iron Ages, and about nomadic hunter-gatherers moving from place to place without permanent homes. You may have learned about the prehistoric cultures that inhabited your part of the world before civilization arrived. While much of what you learned in school is probably correct, it's only a faint shadow of the complete human prehistory. The full history is an overwhelmingly complex epic, populated by an array of diverse cultures over the millennia and across the continents, following different customs and survival strategies, exploring the unknown, adapting to exotic climates and ecosystems, growing and thriving in good times, and falling into oblivion in others. What we typically learn about prehistory in school is only the tip of the iceberg, and what we don't learn can be as compelling as the history of civilizations. For this podcast, we will take a chronological approach, going from more ancient to more recent, beginning with the origin of our species. We will dissect prehistory into periods of time and into regions, and then spend several episodes describing the human cultures found at that time and place. For example, the first series of episodes is going to cover the Middle Stone Age of Africa from about 300,000 to 40,000 years ago. As humans migrate out of Africa, we will split the world up into regions and get to know each one separately. During these first episodes, we will deal with the earliest history of our species and ask questions like, what makes us human? What allowed us to rapidly colonize the world when we did? How did climate change affect early human populations? 
How did their technological developments affect their survival strategies? And what does their art and technology tell us about their thoughts? Later periods of prehistory in some parts of the world represent a shift away from a foraging lifestyle, as agriculture was invented and more complex social organizations were developed. When we arrive at that period, we will be confronted with other critical questions. What convinced people to abandon foraging for farming and herding? What drew people into sedentary life? How did this change transform human cultures? Were these changes inevitable, and why did they only appear in certain places? Typically, prehistory lasts until the invention of writing about 5,500 years ago. With a written record to tell us what happened, we arrive at the historical period. Since the use of writing was adopted during different periods in different places, prehistory ends at different times in different regions of the world. For this podcast, we will explore periods after 5,500 years ago, but we will restrict ourselves to societies made up of either foragers or early agriculturalists, before the development of complex societies with state institutions that might be called civilizations. So how will we go about investigating prehistory? Often, vast stretches of time are summarized into a single chapter of a book, that only superficially describes how prehistoric people lived and why their societies developed the way they did. On the other hand, more detailed sources are often written in undecipherable academic jargon. The approach of this podcast will be to present that academic literature in an accessible way without sacrificing too much of the wonderful detail and complexity of the past. This will include information from the fields of archaeology, anthropology, genetics, paleoclimatology, geology, and linguistics, among others. We will use all of this to construct as vivid an image of the past as we can, while at the same time trying to keep it non-technical. One of the main goals of this podcast will be to visualize what life was like for prehistoric individuals. In order to do this, I will start each episode with a scene depicting life from a specific period. Was the life of these people nasty, brutish, and short? Or was it an idyllic life in connection with nature before the rigors of agricultural and industrial labor? Another main goal of this podcast is to point out how prehistoric life changed over time. While the pace of change in prehistory wasn't as fast as in recent centuries, human society still underwent dramatic shifts in subsistence strategies and cultural behaviors. The most obvious of these shifts was the adoption of food production, but other consequential changes occurred before that as well. What drove these people to radically change the way they lived? Finally, one of the main objectives of this podcast will be to compare the lifeways of prehistoric peoples across the continents. How did human populations adapt differently to different environments? Which aspects of human culture were shared and which were specific? Why did certain developments occur first in some regions before others? I hope you'll enjoy the search for answers to these questions as much as I do. This has been Our Prehistory. If you enjoy the upcoming episodes, please consider visiting this podcast Patreon page and becoming a monthly contributor 
so that I can continue bringing you our prehistory.